Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Kamusta Pax. Happy New Year, guys. So yeah, as you may have heard from the intro, some stuff has changed. But more on that later. But, you know, before I even begin, I would just like to first acknowledge two things. First is being my absence. I know, I know, I haven't been very religious in recording and putting out content. Like, it's literally been a while. It's been a hot minute, basically. And there is no excuse, really, for all the procrastination that I put myself through. Honestly, by now, I should have a zero, like a zero tolerance policy when it comes to like recording podcasts and creating content in general, because I find that it's really something that I want to do and push for moving forward, right? Yay. Um, but I realize that I guess this just stems from me now finding a thing that I want to do as, you know, quote unquote, not fun anymore. Because again, I realize that once I attach a certain degree of responsibility to it, and, you know, I've always wanted to just, like, create a podcast, really, without any sort of pressure of scheduling when my next episode with me would be, yada, yada. I, I wanted to do or, like, just do this one thing and kind of, like, march to the beat of my own drum without any rules, without any, like, regulations. But honestly, honestly, how did that work out for me? right like where did that get me i mean it's it's almost been a solid year it's always been a solid year now since my last episode and i'm done with it i need to learn and accept the long standing fact that sometimes you just got to do it it's not always going to be like fun or it's not always going to feel fun or you won't always be motivated to do something but if it's one thing i've learned that's cool you know you just got to roll with it anyway Anyway, the second thing that I wanted to kind of mention as how you may have heard from the intro is that I am rebranding. <laughs> yeah. So from now on, I'm calling this podcast Como Esta Box. It's great, right? I mean, personally, I just really like love it. It's just like a snappier version of what I really wanted to achieve like initially. And I feel like I've come to terms with how packs is more than just you know me or another person it's evolved and become this brand in itself that i've created over the years that has come to remind me of who i am at my core because uh let's see for those of you who don't know pax is actually the latin word for peace and i don't want this to become an origin episode or the story of how pax came to be but Pax was actually a nickname given to me by one of my super OG best friends way back. And she's the type of person or the type of best friend wherein we don't really get to talk enough anymore. And I wish I would have, you know, reached out more often or we have like chances to do that. But, you know, life in your like mid 20s, it's a little difficult. But yeah, whenever we do get back in touch, it just feels like yesterday. Like, nothing has changed and we could just, like, talk for hours and hours on end. Like, I'm sure if she's listening right now, like, you very well know who you are because you're the only one who gave me that name. 
But yeah, if you're listening to this, ah, I love you and I miss you and I can't wait to see you again. But yeah, anyway, I think um, at the time we were just like striking up like one of our usual deep conversations and we got to talk about like different names or nicknames we think would like fit or suit each other. And then she ended up giving me the name like Pax. And from then on, it kind of just stuck. I mean, I don't think I've ever come across anyone who's also named Pax. So I think that helps. But it's it's just it's so unique and so ownable that I loved it. And what's more, I ended up learning again that um, Pax, you know, was Latin for peace, right? And I really resonated with it because I really think that I'm a person that craves peace and i don't like conflict okay i don't want to be branded as a pacifist or like a pushover but i think it's more of me always finding a way to bring about and embody peace or serenity or calmness even in like the most stressful of situations and apparently there's this like latin phrase that goes like pax tecum or I don't know how you pronounce it, but like it's Pax Tecum, essentially. And it means like peace be with you. And I don't know, it just really feels so warm and just so me. And it's how I would like to be seen by other people. Like I want people to end up looking at me and be at peace because they don't have to put their guard up because I won't really be in any position to judge them, you know. If that makes sense. Like I'm a pretty chill and easygoing guy. And it's, you know, what I aspire to be. And having that name is just a constant reminder whenever like I'm confused. But yeah. Anyway, if you if you ask my friends like what word they would associate me with when they hear like Pax, you'd probably get a mixed bag. Some would like say maybe that I'm artsy or funny or like sassy or bold smart or like an achiever or confident like oh my gosh like thank you if like that's what you think of me but again these may be affirmations to how sure of myself i am or like you know how well i've been carrying myself around these people especially in like high stress situations or environments but that's also like largely because of the fact that I've learned to project that way in public, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's fake. Like these are all like adjectives to describe Pax at his like, you know, more or less probable best. But if you hang around me long enough, you'd know that I can also be very deep. I am a person that really enjoys intellectual conversations and I am a massive, massive nerd. And I can also be very messy and I get anxiety over like the littlest of things. And I'm also really just like everyone else, very much flawed. But I think like the greatest thing that I've learned is to live comfortably with my flaws. I guess like before, for the longest time, and I think a lot of people can relate to this but i've had this like kink of pleasing people not not in a sexual way okay get your mind out of the gutter but just not letting them down in a sense like i for one i like doing good i like making people think um highly of me and i like it when they notice me and just like accept me or when they look up to me or they find me inspiring it makes me feel seen 
and appreciated. And it's kind of this like validation of all the efforts that I put out there. So yeah, but God, okay. When I actually looked like that up, apparently people pleasers deal with a lot of like self-esteem issues. And that's why there's this ongoing thirst for approval. And and I'm not about that anymore. I'm like halfway through 50, guys. <laughs> I mean, that makes me sound like I'm really old. But I, you know, can I just say that I see the growth or how far I've gone from before to where I am now. And I'm really proud of it. Like there was always this certain level of uncertainty before that I always had to deal with. And it's so annoyingly emo, but I went through the whole phase of making myself feel so small because I couldn't handle being on anyone's radar. Like, please don't notice me. I would just like fold in half or something because all I really wanted was to just do my own thing, not get noticed. And I was like perfectly fine in my bubble. It was a comfortable one. But, you know, as I grew older or, you know, when the years passed... I've grown to love um, myself for taking up space. Like I appreciate it now and I honor myself. Like, yes, I am here right now and I am so valid and I'm just like throwing all these long overdue affirmations to myself. And whenever something doesn't work in my favor, it's just so easier to brush it off. Like it's water off a duck's back, if you know the reference. <laughs> but yeah, yes, Um I I'm a firm believer or like I really do believe that it takes time to grow into your own shell and me saying that all of this now I still believe that I'm constantly growing into mine I just feel like growing up you try all of these different things because you're so confused of your identity like you're not really sure who you are so you kind of wear all of these different hats and it gets really confusing when you don't like have something to ground yourself on. But yeah, I must say that to all the people around me that I value, like my friends, my family, and most especially myself, they all really shaped who I've become today. Yes, as cheesy as it may sound, yes. <laughs> but yeah, enough about that. I just also, I really wanted to share that hmm, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, in my last episode or the last last one, I mentioned how I was working in advertising and it was a new experience for me to handle like brands and get super creative writing like stories for them and for whatever campaign they were doing. But anyway, like since since then, I've left advertising now, mainly mainly because, yes, I moved to a different country. So yeah, congrats to me, and I'm really happy where I am right now. But currently, I am based in Vancouver, and I want to be confident when I say this because I know I deserve it. But living in Vancouver, I really am living my best life now. Like... Moving abroad, I acknowledge that it's just more difficult than anything I've ever like experienced, but it's also something that I wouldn't like trade for anything. I'll tell you guys a little story 
this might seem like super cheesy, but like ever since I was young, I've always like fantasized about living abroad, like leaving your hometown and just like finding yourself in a new city, getting lost in it, like until you finally like adjust and just explore its entirety. You know, I wanted to really push up, push myself out of my comfort zone because at the back of my head, it was always something that I felt would inevitably happen, like destiny, you know. And before I was like serious about fixing my documents and getting my visa, I was just like manifesting it to the universe like crazy. I was always like looking for signs. And you might think that I'm a weirdo, but they really had like, I really like had these like telltale signs that it was going to happen. But yeah. Anyway, it's just like I felt this way because for the longest time, I've I've never really been independent. Like by nature, I feel like I'm quite an independent person. But there was no opportunity for me to be independent, if that makes sense. Because I was always living with family. And when I did get the chance to move out of my hometown, like hometown for college... I, I didn't have, I didn't even have the dorm experience, you know, I was constantly living with relatives and all that. And that's not to say that I'm ungrateful because I acknowledge also that I wasn't really born with a silver spoon. So like whatever help I can get out of like friends and family, I would be very much grateful and appreciative. But I'm just saying that for me, when you're always in an environment that's familiar the way you grow isn't comparable to how you would if you were like completely alone. Like with no one to fend for yourself other than yourself. So for me, it's just like growing up sheltered, like I felt really ignorant. And, you know, I was pushing to break free for myself. Like, yeah, I know, I know. It's just like so dramatic, but um, how can I put it? I just... I didn't want to let myself down in a sense, but yeah. So when the time came and the days were leading up to my like departure or my flight, of course I had like goodbye parties here and there or like despedidas of sorts. Like I just, I remember I wasn't sad. I was just like really pumped and excited. I was really looking forward to it. Leaving, it was just like, wow. Um, I remember being on the the plane and just my heart was beating so fast and before it took off I vividly recall like thinking like wow like this is it there is no turning back and in that moment I was just like so immensely proud of myself it was like a new chapter of my life that I couldn't wait to explore and experience and I knew there were hardships attached to it like not everything's gonna be like a bed of roses but you know I couldn't the thing is I couldn't wait for all the hardships as well so I was excited for all the good days as much as I was looking forward to all the bad days and I think that was like a good sign that I was going in the right direction or in the right path but yeah so like that's how it went down and you know I'm really blessed and really glad that I'm surrounded by people who are so like supportive and the kind of energy they bring to the table or at least to my own person. It was just like, 
very happy and supportive. I mean, I remember one of my friends really said, like, go out there and post like a ton of photos or videos on Instagram or Facebook so we can live vicariously through you. And it's just like I really felt that. Because the whole idea of moving abroad in a first world country, especially if you come from like a third world country, there's, I don't know why, but there's this like toxic mentality or like this negative like aspect associated to it because it feels very privileged or, you know, um, with whatever photos I'm sharing, maybe romanticized. But like, honestly, for me, I I just want to say, I mean, I should be allowed to romanticize my life right now. You know, this was my dream and I'm living in it. Like, like I want to walk the drizzling streets of downtown Vancouver and admire the tall buildings or go to a quaint little coffee shop and order like an oat milk latte with two pumps of vanilla syrup and just enjoy it. Okay, I mean, sorry for the black coffee drinkers, but I like my coffee a little sweeter than usual. But yeah, like... I'm I'm romanticizing my achievements and that should be okay. Like, guys, I tell you, okay? If you ever feel like you want to show off your accomplishments but are rethinking whether or not you should because you're worried about what other people are thinking, like, damn, who cares? Like, I know you shouldn't. Like, go do it. Like, take a dozen or more photos and videos and romanticize it like crazy. I want you to, like, scream and be proud of what you've done regardless of all the naysayers, you know. I mean, it's just like, this is your moment. And don't let anyone take that away from you, especially yourself. That's why you've, um, you gotta pick wisely of who to keep around you. Be, be wise enough to know who you want to like keep in your inner circle because these people will, you know, will kind of reflect how you, how you like process things moving forward. They should be like people who cheer you on and love you for what you're doing. And then like everything else or all the other people outside of like outside of this, that circle they're just white noise, guys. They're just like background. So it shouldn't even matter. But yeah, anyway, it's just like I feel I feel like the way I'm going to structure my my episodes from now on is that I just want it to be like this daily or nightly conversations I have in my head. And you guys would just be like eavesdropping, eavesdropping in. But yeah. Like, if you want to stick around and hear all the sensible and non-sensible conversations or thoughts that, like, you know, happen inside of my brain, I welcome you. And I appreciate you already because you are kind of, like, going on in this adventure of me and delving into the madness that is my thoughts. And I appreciate that. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I guess for now that would wrap up this episode. But I, again, wanted to greet you guys like a happy new year and cheers so see ya